Pastor Chris's podcast. Uh, Bob Forster has, has called me this week and said that he wanted to share a testimony. And so uh, we're going to invite him to do that now, right before we celebrate for the Bob. I've got a crutch over here that I've carried around the last uh, couple of years over. Uh, this has carried me around for 62 years, so I asked to come up here and pinch me when I need to shut up. <laughs> she's been telling me to shut up most of those 62 years, and I haven't figured out a bit yet. But anyhow, uh, what our pastor just said about a kick in the butt, I got a problem with it. These things are called vocal cords, they fail me sometimes, so somebody say something funny if I start crying. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, I'm one of those guys who, he talked about football. I, I played football for 11 years, and I had a special position on my football team most of the time. It was real close to the 50-yard line, and it was all that. Couldn't stay relaxed, but I had a seat to sit in most of the time, watching the teammates get the job done. And that's what I've done for 40 years in this church. I kind of sit on the sidelines and watch my teammates get the job done. And everyone's staring at me right here now, that behind the scenes, uh, when he wasn't here one Sunday, uh, our pastor uh, reminded us of some of the things he does. That he didn't ask for the spotlight to do it. He just gets it done behind the scenes. I see another one sitting over here. Whose uh, daddy I, I met uh, about, gosh, I wonder when was these like, dude? Uh, anyhow, uh, 30 years ago, whatever. Uh, and I loved his daddy. He used to farm over there where Lee's Lake is now. But Frank, Frank over here, those locked this church that I'm sure a lot of you don't know about. And I see them everywhere. I see a guy back here named Henry that was a tremendous, was a tremendous influence on my younger son when he visited with shut-ins and prayed with people. His last, I can't remember his last name. That's another thing. Uh, I, I said I used to play football. I, had, I used to have good legs. My brain used to work a little bit better. I, 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 I tried to make a bacon tomato sandwich and sitting at the table. And I, I know there's something missing in it, so oh, I need some mayonnaise. So I head to the refrigerator and open the door and then I spend there five minutes trying to figure out why I'm there. But anyhow, I'm sure lots some of you experienced that. And I'm going to ramble here. The preacher said, hold it just a, few, just a minute or two. And I'm, I have a tough time doing that, so I get right to the point. Uh, some of you know that uh, have heard that uh, Judy's brother, Charles Pace, is in the hospital in our labor. And I don't know how long it's going to take him to get over. Me almost killed him last Sunday morning when a lot of you were sitting here in Sunday school. We were on the way to a family reunion over in Rising Farm, Georgia. We got as far as uh, East Ridge 
had been rained. We're on I-24 heading west, but we're toward the ridge cut. We got off to pick Beth up, my daughter. She brought a boot. She's clean, living in Cleveland, brought a boot with us there. We got her in the car and got back on the Moore Road and started heading west. A lot of water on the road. Tried to merge into the traffic. Some guy wanted space more than I did, and I had the young car back away from it. And then what I did was start hydroplaning, and we made a, this is a horrible scene because the traffic's coming along about 40, 50, they're slowed down because it's raining, but they're still coming 40, 50 miles an hour. And we're going west like this is a car, and we start sliding, got big thing turned all the way around. Across three lanes of traffic without getting hit. Thank you, God. But I killed a lot of people when we hit the wall. And uh, kind of like, if this is the wall, I'm, I'm driving Judas in the front, but Charles is behind you without his seatbelt. He slams into that big concrete wall about to high and broke it. They said all his ribs on the right side punctured his lung, deflated his lung, collapsed lung. I'm sorry, I forgot to talk to you guys, talk to myself. But anyhow, uh, and our daughter uh, ruptured uh, aorta with blood in her body cavity, stomach, and both of them on the, on the verge of death. And here's the guy to steering the wheel, untouched almost, got a few blue spots on it, but, and here's the guy to steering the wheel who, He's an ex-pilot, he prides himself, he thinks he, he thinks he can get by without God, I guess. And he thinks he's better than he is, sometimes. And almost kill those two people. Bill Kaler reminds me of every time I see him, he's probably sitting here somewhere. How you doing, Bill? His response is, better than I deserve. Praise God Almighty. Most of us receive better than we deserve. I know one guy, the guy standing right here, certainly does, all the time, and fails to thank God sometimes. So what's gonna to happen to people like us who do that? God may decide to kick us in the butt and all hell may break loose. That's what. That's the worst thing that has ever happened to me, almost killing two people. Now, it was a tough situation I was in, but I was supposed to be able to handle the hydroplane, you know? I think I should, I can. So, I've been asking God, I've been asking these two people that up there to forgive me for my inadequacy. And sometimes it has to be brought to your attention to get what needs to be done. I probably have some other things to say in a lot of time. Right, thank you. So, I'm basically here right now just to say thank you for your prayers because prayer is powerful. And some, many of you have been praying. I thank you for people like this guy sitting up here. We've had a few good ones. This is a good one right here. Thank you for putting up with me. Now do one more thing for him. I'm all shut down. Shut up. I want I want every 
to think about what I'm going to ask you to do. We have some young people, boys, girls, who are strong in their faith. I see some people here who are inspirational with their years and years and years of support this, uh, this church. I'm soliciting and begging you to just take 30 seconds, 15 seconds, to just bow your heads. God doesn't have to hear these vocal cords rather to know what's on your heart, what's in your mind. So just in silence, I want you to think about Charles Pace, Judy's, Judy's brother. He may, he may be incarcerated. He may be in hospital for more, many more weeks because he's 74 years old and uh, that can happen. I'm getting pinched. <laughs> okay, in Beth, I just heard a few minutes this morning that she may be going home today. Now I want you to thank God for Bob Forrester, Judy Forrester, and, and for, for his mercy and his strength. And thank, thank God for the power of prayer. Just a few seconds of silence, and I'll sit down. Let's all pray together in silence.